0: Hello everybody and welcome to Locked on Flames. Today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. I'm Jess Belmosto alongside a very special guest today who you guys will meet in just a few minutes. Be sure to subscribe and follow Locked on Flames for free wherever you get your podcasts. You'll get the latest episode of this show as soon as it comes out each day. So yesterday, Sean and I had a show that was filled with news and notes. And if you're a Florida Panthers fan and you listen to this podcast for some reason, uh, I'm very sorry that we ripped your team apart. And I'm even more sorry if you attend those games. But today I have a very special guest joining me since Sean is, I uh, almost said MIA, but he is not. He's alive and well. But I, <laughs> he took today off. And I have one of my best friends and favorite hockey contributors. This, this woman does it all. Chanel, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you for having me. Oh my gosh, what an intro! One of your best friends? <laughs> yes, of Jeez.
0: course. You are. Oh my gosh. So, uh, who are you, Chanel? who Who is this amazing woman behind the See More Than Sports podcast and the Pucker Up Bruins social media game?
1: Um, well, she is a mess. Um she is unemployed, she is broke, she's $1. content. $1. She has a dollar sixty-seven, like she's thriving. She's thriving um during these tough times, my guy. Um yeah, I'm just here to to help friend and talk hockey because I like to talk about hockey.
0: You are and wait I mean you are you do like talking about hockey wow sorry I am Mm -hmm. also under caffeinated and a complete mess today but um you know thank you for coming on the show on such short notice uh yesterday I texted our group chat in all caps and was like does somebody want to come on like please (laughs) because I completely like glossed over the idea of having a guest and then Sean um, my co-host was like, "Hey, like, have you thought about having any of your friends on?" And I was like, "Oh my god!" And then, so thank you again. You're
1: welcome. You're welcome that I have no life.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you're part of Zoom University now. I am. I am. And do you want to tell us a little bit about your hockey background? I like I hate that because like I hate singing like.
1: I don't know. I, how much time do I have? I don't want to. I mean. We have stuff to talk about today. We do
0: have stuff to talk about, but this first segment's about you.
1: Okay, okay, fine, fine, <laughs> fine, fine, fine. Um, so, I uh, am born and raised in Massachusetts, and, or Boston specifically, Dorchester like so you want to get real so, yeah I'm from Dorchester so first of all don't mess with me second of all I'm not in like Swampscott or like, like in Attleboro like I'm literally up in this biz match um, so yeah I grew up loving um, all New England sports pretty much Uh, probably was into football first I think I've been watching the Patriots longer than any of them but towards like my early teens I found hockey and from then on that became my new love and um I just really love the team aspect of it and how much everybody relies on everybody and it's not an individual game at all um even though it's super competitive Mm -hmm. and there's just so much that it brings to the table in terms of like community and team sportsmanship um but yeah I um the way you found me was on Twitter because I don't ever shut up and um, I know and when you found me I definitely had a lot less people to talk to so it was even worse <laughs> because I had probably like hundred dollars and was just talking people i gained the most during the nhl 15 cover um quest thing for bergie was on and um i just love live tweeting games like i've been doing it uh since like 2013 consistently and mostly just because I have no one else to talk to about it um, because nobody's as crazy as me about it in my family. So um, Twitter has been amazing in terms of giving me a different space to talk to people and meet people. And I've even met like um, a mutual that I had like in 2015 or something. Like she, we were literally going in opposite directions and at the Bruins game, she was like, Chanel? And I was like, her name's Jess? I was like, Jess? Um the one Jess I accidentally texted instead of you instead of the other Jess when I was trying to send y'all something. Um so that was so funny. Uh but yeah, like I just freaking as much bananas uh as Twitter is sometimes it's got me so many amazing people like yourself and um everyone at any of the places that we work at together. Um so yeah, that's just like, you know, it's whatever. It's my way.
0: Yeah, and I mean, you do amazing work for the pucker up ruined socials and it's gonna be so sad to see you go. Um I know. sorry if I, I spilled the beans to everyone. But I know, I haven't even
1: sorry. I mean only I mean if you know clearly, like the important people know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was a hard decision to make, but I have the opportunity to volunteer and I really um like I I guess I say hands-on. That's a good way to put it. Like a really hands-on role with Black Girl Hockey Club. Uh, If you don't follow them on Twitter, you need to. Absolutely. They're they're just doing so much good. And um, I want to do that too. So helping them when I got the opportunity – uh, was a no-brainer and <laughs> apparently i've been uh borderline harassing the founder of it because she told me i was persistent but like said it with like a haha but like it wasn't really a haha so i was like oh snap <laughs> like maybe it's down a little bit but it got me the position so like it worked yep. um but yeah i am genuinely sad in some ways to leave Um, pucker up because I love you and all the Boston girls so 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 much and um, hopefully we get to work together in a different capacity someday or who knows maybe I'll come back I don't know Um, but the off season is difficult anyway so
0: yeah we'll see what happens well I'm obviously very happy to see you taking the next leap in your career and this is going to be very exciting and very big for you. So still to come on Locked on Flames, we take a pit stop over to the East Coast and talk which Bruins we could see on the flames and vice versa. But first, let me tell you about our friends at Rock Auto. So one reason to maintain and repair your cars is to save money. And you, know, you can obviously use that money in other aspects of your life, like mortgage, food, hockey tickets when those become a thing again, hockey merch, and why would you choose to spend between 30, 50, to 100% more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or a new car dealership? For example, the Delphi FG1456 fuel pump for uh, 2005 to 2010 Honda Odyssey is $334 at a big chain store, and only 21679 at Rock Auto. Rockauto.com has a very wonderful and unique um, catalog, and I'm somebody who prefers user-friendly websites. I think that that is a huge selling point for me, and Rock Auto has exactly that. Uh, You'll see all the parts available for your vehicle. You can choose the brand and specifications, and it's wonderful. I know that I will be going on to purchase some new wiper blades because, oh my goodness, mine are an absolute disaster right now. And I'm sure, you know, you guys in Calgary are prepping yourselves for winter, just like You know, it's not far from our minds here in the Northeast and uh, New England, but, you know, head over to rockauto.com right now to get yourself prepared and you'll see all the parts available for your car or truck, right? Locked on in their in in their How did you hear about us section? They'll know we sent you. Rock Auto, amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. Locked on Flames continues. Don't forget to follow Sean and I on Twitter. I'm at Jessica Belmosto, and Sean is at Sean underscore Lavery. All Chanel. So this morning, Tori Krug and a few other members of uh, the Boston Bruins met with the media. Warm. How, how the feeling after a few of those interactions.
1: Quotes. Literally my dad last night was like he whispered to me, he's like, I think Char is retiring. And I was like, No, he's not. And he's like, You really think so? And I was like, He's not. Yeah. Um, he's just not. And in some ways, like some of me is like, Come on, man, just like, you know, you had a great run, you wanna cup. like and captain for my whole freaking life. Literally. Um, literally, literally, are alive. And I um, found it, it interesting that he 100% was like, I want to be Boston Bruin. I want to stay here. That was one of the big quotes that I saw come out of the
0: interview today.
1: And that is something that I didn't really hear from Tori Krug. Um,
0: dedicated to coming back or committed. Yeah,
1: he's committed to coming back. I did not hear the same. For I think at this point, like he's. I feel like the vibe from him is that he's over it, mm-hmm. um, in the sense of like, like feeling like he's not needed here, yeah, um, from the upper management. I wouldn't say that that's true, um, within like the guys or anything. I think that they're all probably in a weird headspace right now, as far as like the turnover time from them exiting the bubble and coming home like I think it's just so many emotions like I don't really know how I would unpack that if I was even working during this time and coming back um it's definitely heavy yeah it's it just seems like a lot so to even be able to articulate to the media that like it it just I think he wants to stay Tori I think Tori wants to stay but like I don't think he has a lot of motivating factors to do so right now. And, you know, he's still dealing with the gut punch of, um, you know, exiting. So,
0: no. I, you know, the Flames are in a similar bubble, I guess you could say. Not a literal bubble, but um, (laughs) they have some contracts expiring or players that could be traded away. And, it's it's hard to see because, I mean, you know, as a fan of any hockey team, there's always going to be guys that are like, uh, go, please. Like, I'm begging you. I, like, I will sign you to a contract myself and launch you to the moon. Um, <laughs> there's only one player like that for me on the Flames, and that would be former Bruin, Zach Ronaldo.
1: so Oh, my God, I thought you were going to say – um the other one that's out over there
0: yeah oh my god no i love luch no no no, <laughs> no.
1: what we can't we're not claiming zach
0: ronaldo for no time.
1: he was here he was in boston for maybe what one one season one season so it
0: was a disaster
1: i still think of him as a flyer yeah which I, is I, so weird i uh, seems like a lifetime ago
0: it does. It really does. But, you know, I don't think I have anybody like that for the Bruins. Like, there's nobody that I'm like, please get this man. Actually, that's a complete lie. It's Nick Richie.
1: It's, it's both of them.
0: It's literally Brett and Rick Nick. Brett <laughs> and Nick Richie.
1: <sighs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, we don't even claim them either. Like, oh, like, I forgot. It's these right? people that we don't claim that are like, you know what?
0: Right. So if you could see um one flames player on I know your flames knowledge is limited.
1: It's literally zero.
0: Okay. So um if you could send one to the flames, who it be? All
1: right. Well let me retract that. I think it would be hysterical if Luch came back. Um just just for for why um there's like a handful of guys that it's all our vets that are just, you know we're on the team with him when he was here I don't know if that would resurge his career at all or if that would be something he'd even consider doing but I think that that would be kind of funny like yeah. like as like a novelty thing um I don't think I think he's been on too many teams at this point that he wouldn't, like, even do the thing where, like, you sign for, like, a day and you retire as a Mm -hmm. Bruin. Like, I don't think that he has that attachment to us anymore, Um, which is fine. But I think if any of our guys, any of the Bruins, were to go to Calgary, um, maybe, like, Nordstrom or, like... Someone random who, I'm sure, does have a fair amount of like, um, like friends on the team, and I think that they're all pretty close. But he seems like kind of on the outside to me. Um,
0: I always forget that Parland Home is on the team.
1: Oh my gosh! I, I genuinely forget Par. <laughs> Parlandum dude. He needs to go somewhere else. Like maybe, maybe the two of them could go there for. For I don't know what else we could grab out of there. Um, I think it'd be funny if um, Brady Kachark came to us. As like for the meme of it. Um, but other than that like. I think, I think it would just be too weird to send anybody else over there. Like I don't know. I'm not Tori though. Tori's not going to Calgary. Um, but yeah.
0: Um, I think, yeah, I definitely think, like, a random fourth liner that, you know, just a depth player, like our buddies Lindholm and uh, Nordstrom.
1: Nordy, yeah.
0: Like, they're great guys. Like, I think that they're wonderful players. And, 100%. You know, but, you know, that's kind of the gig, you know, as a depth player, you know you're going to get shifted around and plug holes in this organization for a year or two and then flop, 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 flop. But, you right. uh, no, I would, know, I wouldn't hate if John Moore also packed it up and went to Calgary. But at the same time, I think that he has better luck being a Disney prince than he does. Yeah,
1: all- I mean, take kevin miller
0: it's fine
1: take him get him away um i wish john moore (laughs) i wish him I i was gonna say i wish john moore was good um or or i don't really know like his career or or whatever but i feel like He's just in a weird spot right now. I don't know. These, you know, have a lot more qualities that, you know, like why did we get him? I, get, I think that's like my thought process. Mm-hmm. Um, the other, who is the other more we used to have that? Not John Moore, but we had the other one too at one point, and I was like, I forget. Um. He used to play for the Rangers, I think. I don't remember for sure. But, like, I was so excited that we had him. And then, like, he laughed. Like, (laughs) because he was a cool guy. So, he has a weird backstory, too, but that's whatever. Um, But yeah, I just think, like, some of these guys, I don't know what we could get in return, though. That's my only fear. Like, no one, no one wants Kevin Miller and his one leg. Um,
0: <laughs> no, sorry,
1: I feel like it's the only thing that works on him right now. Every time this man comes back on the ice, something happens to him.
0: Yeah, He's someone a huge
1: pisses him ability. off. Like he gets in a fight, he breaks his wrist or something. Like, like he is, he is good. Like when yeah. like, the five minutes he gets on the ice before he hurts himself is usually really good so in some ways i feel bad but in the other way i'm like at this point like just stay healthy for your family um really do the rehabbing correctly yeah don't this isn't, yeah this isn't a um survival of the fittest scenario do you know what i'm saying so i would just if i was him you know, take good care of himself and if he can come back, you can come back. Otherwise you have two kids, like you wanna you want a cop, I think. I think he was here was he here
0: in twenty eleven? I can't remember, but I know he's been here for a hot minute.
1: Yeah, I feel like he might have been here in twenty eleven. Um but regardless, like it's okay to hang them up, my guy.
0: Yeah. He was actually undrafted. Did you know that?
1: No. (laughs) That's kind of impressive.
0: Yeah. Sorry, I'm, like, looking up his. uh...
1: I know. I'm I'm too slow, but I would have done that.
0: Okay, so in September 2011, Miller attended the Boston Bruins training camp but was released. Providence, Um, after five games in Providence, they signed him to an entry-level deal. So he didn't start with the Bruins uh, until like 2013.
1: Wow, I didn't know that.
0: Yeah, I knew that he'd been. I in the- thought he
1: was been here for like a century. Yeah.
0: Feels like it. Nine years ago, so that is a whole century. Oh my gosh! <laughs> but um, which possible Bruins departure is going to hurt you the most?
1: like now or like in the future uh now. oh um (laughs) i don't know my we talked about this a little bit in like one of our zoom calls but like i really want to be alive to see patrice bergeron be our captain just think it's time want to do it seems like a huge disservice if it doesn't happen it just quite frankly doesn't make sense although like I know his number will for sure be retired there's just no way so like if it doesn't happen whatever then it will be Charlie's Charlie Coyle's time because when we like talked about it I like completely forgot that that could be Ah. a scenario and I was like if he does end up staying um for the remainder of his career like that would just be like so much for like Boston that would be crazy um but I'm not attached to Krug um and like I don't really know why I really liked him when he was like the cool kid in 2013 and he like came in and scored in like four games straight and it was like a huge thing um but I feel like he is in a similar position to Riley Smith where he has done what he's supposed to do here, but he he could be an assistant captain somewhere else. Yeah. Like he could go somewhere else and um, you know be a leader or um, just, just
0: secure the you know, bag, honey.
1: Yeah, get get your coin, dude. Like I I don't really know. Um, like statistically, he will you know get a huge contract depending on where he goes, just because like. He's had a quiet couple seasons, um, but I think he deserves more opportunities, so like I like am blessing him. I'm giving him the blessing, like go part your ways, get your coin, figure it out. If you stay, you stay. If not, whatever. Um, Chara, if he retires, again, like I think he's He's done almost all he can do. Um and if he's actually like getting worse over time, like sometimes I'm like, you might as well like, you know, step down or you're ahead and mm-hmm. you know, not having a bad exit or anything like that. Um but I don't know, what about you?
0: Yeah, I mean I think that right now it's definitely Chara and possibly Rask. Like I know that you know, everybody's saying, Oh, he's gonna retire after this year or this off season because just of how things have been going for him and you know, it's one year on the contract left, so what does it matter sort of thing? But even if he retires next year after his contract is up, I think it's gonna be tough because, you know, the Bruins don't have like an excellent Like, they have great prospects, but goaltender-wise, they're average right now. Like, everybody talks about Jeremy Swayman. Jeremy Swayman is still in college, okay? Like, he... Let him
1: get his degree, Right, like,
0: let the boy get his degree and come up properly. Like, don't... There's no point in rushing somebody's development just because you need a goalie or a specific player. And... It's kind of what I'm hoping Calgary does with their, like, elite, elite prospect, um, Dustin Wolf. He is one hell of a player, and I'm excited for his time in the NHL. But when he's ready, Mm -hmm. I – it can't can't be rushed, okay?
1: No, it can't. Because, I mean, we – I mean, friggin' ladder for us, like, gets thrown into a game – or in my opinion, he should have just plain started. Yeah. Um, or the game prior, he should have just started it. Uh, and he he had a similar position as to um, Malcolm Subban back in, in 2013 or 2014. Like, very similar situation. We were in a hole. They had to pull Rask, I think. It was one of those. And I completely forgot about Rask in terms of, like, him leaving. I agree. Like, I I think that one will be hard just because you and I are normal human beings. So like we can see how it like was an incredibly tough decision for him to leave. And we're also like, chances are if the NHL does another bubbly thing for the regular season, or I don't know how the hell they're going to figure it out because everybody will be playing again. Um, and I just don't think that, that seems like something he'll be able to pull off. Um, so yeah, that's what I didn't even think about. And I, I would be equally as sad. Like he's done so much for us. And as much as people want to be like, we never got to the finish line. Like we never would have gotten close without him. So, um, so yeah.
0: Um, definitely. And I think that it's hard to wrap your head around just, you know, obviously as a fan, but then, you know, we don't have, like, families of our own, but our own little children. But, like, we, we
1: have, have a son, so.
0: Yeah, um, a cat. But um, y'all have probably heard him on this podcast before. But, I mean, you know, I can't imagine being torn between your profession. Your No, yes, your profession mm-hmm. and your family. Like, that's terrifying. I'm all set with that. But um, yes, still ahead in the show, we tackle some of our experiences within the hockey community and share an important message. Locked on Flames with Jess Belmosto and Sean Lavery continues. Don't forget to follow our show's Twitter feed at LO underscore Flames. Chanel, now is the time where we talk about you and we plug all of your amazing work. So where can we find some of your work?
1: Um, nowhere at nowhere.com thank you this is a great episode thank you so much for having me um please let me come back um yeah you can just follow me um, at chanelly 37 on uh, Twitter and Instagram um, and all my stuff is like all over the place uh, I haven't googled myself in a while but if you do that I'm sure you'll find a lot of stuff
0: He's dead. <laughs> myself
1: and all that I haven't sometimes things come up that I don't even know about you know, so yeah, uh, thank you so much for letting me come on. I'm so sorry to all the flames fans who are yelling at me because I don't know uh more than two players on your team that's just not for me um, I do my best to remember that we have people like part of Lindholm on our team. So that's probably why I can't handle more than the roster that we have over here. Oh, so I, I apologize.
0: I totally understand. Um, you know, it was weird for me branch out into the, like an out of market team, especially a Canadian team, because I was like, I know Johnny Gaudreau. That's it. And Matthew Kachuk, But that's it. And um I was just so I was confused when I started because I was like, "Oh, fucking all these people." And um you know, being somebody who literally started writing hockey blogs in 2017 um about literally the awful timing of Pittsburgh's acceptance of Trump's invitation to the White House, that, like, I didn't, I, no, oh, no. I don't think I would get here, and, you know, this isn't, like, the end-all, be-all, but this is just a stepping stone, and it's, it's weird, because people will be, like, oh, yeah, like, I've read your work, and I'm, like, what do you mean you read my work? Like, you're not my mom, and I'm, like, oh, my god, that's right, people, like, actually look to me for takes. like, oh, shoot, sorry, like, it's out there on the internet, but, um, you know, you've had a little bit of a come up in the last few months. Literally
1: in the last few months. Um, like what? I genuinely forget that I it's not just you following me anymore. So like when something gets a lot of engagement, it genuinely surprises me every time. Like I <laughs> like it's not good. Like I just wanna do like a crap post and then like thirty seven people like it and I'm like, that's too many.
0: It's like you guys aren't supposed to see
1: this. No, no, no you're really not. You're really not. Um, but yeah, I, like I said before, I'm I'm super grateful for Twitter um, for bringing us together and for pucker up and for any any adventure that you and I go to go through together. And um, yeah, you've done amazing work with Locked On Flames. Thank you for the shout out. Um, Jen and I were, like, so sweet of you to even recognize us, so thank you for that as well.
0: I'm just, like, so thankful to have you in my life because, like, we're both very loud and opinionated people, and I feel like sometimes that doesn't come off well-received, especially uh, because we're women, Mm -hmm. and, you know you you've opened my eyes to a lot and I always have to remind myself that it's not your job to teach me things but when you speak about things like we had a nice conversation before um the zoom call and you just said you know like the Bruins ticket window moves every other year or every season and I'm like I don't think about that mm-hmm. when, I, when I'm going to games and the accessibility to that so now when I go here there or wherever like that's something that I'm going to think about and if I have a student who has a disability and you know I'm going to be thinking about how to accommodate them not that like I wouldn't think about it to begin with but, you know like is everything accessible to them the way that it is to the other students in the classroom or anybody in life it's not it's not a different game you're living in the same world we're all living in the same world just a little fucking rock floating in space but um I'm very proud of you for sharing your story and your experience and setting boundaries because you you always say like you're like I'm not a token I'm not I'm not here to make your diversity status quo or quota rather like I'm not here to help you reach that I'm here to do my job and that's what I'm going to do and I listen you have some big balls okay I don't you do oh Chanel
1: Jess is like hyping me up a little too high right now mm-hmm. like she we are loud but like I am like a couple- Octo's quieter than she is in a lot of ways. So, um, because I would the one to tell Jess to not send a text, so <laughs> first
0: of all. But it's also, uh, like, you know, you will DM somebody or message them, shoot them an email, connect with them on LinkedIn, and I know you're a big LinkedIn stan. I am. So, you no, know, I just think that it is really incredible because like you have to in order to make it in really any industry, but especially this industry, it is about connections, and I'm too shy to do that, but you just go right ahead and do it and bless your heart because I am just whew, I could never Okay <laughs> But uh, do you have anything? That you would like to share or um, plug before we wrap this lovely show up.
1: Um, I would just like to say that I'm excited for the future um, in terms of just hockey things. Like, I'm sure Flames fans are anxious for the next season to start and/or to see where the lottery goes, um, or not the lottery, but the draft. Uh, I'm just excited for more hockey and i think it's just gonna be weird to like i haven't already tweeted like is it october yet because like hockey's still going on yeah um, and it's gonna be here i think again this year like before the year's over so um it's gonna be quite the turnaround uh but yeah um thank you again for having me of course. i love the show locked on if you want to hire me I'm ready. I'd like a podcast. (laughs) Thank you.
0: Listen, I will, I'll pass along some, uh, some emails for you.
1: I I will call it locked on wheelchairs. Um, (laughs) because if you don't put the brakes on the manual chair that I have, it's not a good time. (laughs) <laughs> so I would just simply walk them and then be, be walked on wheelchairs. So you're welcome. I've already figured it out. Please email me. My email is on my Instagram. Thank you very much.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Chanel, thank you so much for joining me today. It has been a blast as always just, you know, talking with you and just, you know, obviously we have our conversations, but I feel like it's nice to have these, you know, deeper hockey conversations rather than us just screaming back and forth at each other through the (laughs) sharing tweets but uh you know still to come this week sean returns and we will take a look at game seven in the western conference with the stars and avalanche and of course tomorrow's friday so we have our winners and losers of the week you can follow all three of us on twitter at jessica belmosto Sean underscore Lavery and at Chanelie 37. Be sure to subscribe and follow this podcast right now on your favorite podcast app. And you'll get the latest episode of Locked on Flames as soon as it's available each day. And don't forget to subscribe and listen to See More Than Sports with Chanel on all of your favorite podcast platforms. And I will see y'all tomorrow.